Hello everyone. So uh, a couple of weeks ago we had a recording disaster in class. I should say I had a recording disaster in class. So um, a lesson in this series, this four lesson series on clarifying the spine, didn't get recorded. Oh, it's a really cool lesson and it really fits well with the other three that did get recorded so I wanted to re-record it. Uh, but that means I'm doing it at home on my own, which is not the most exciting way in terms of, you know, the live class vibe for those of you listening on the internet. But it's better than not having a lesson at all, I say. So, um, so uh, you'll hear me rummage about some as I do it myself for uh, pacing. So excuse the rummaging right now and uh, lie in your back. And take a moment to scan your contact with the floor. See where the day has brought you to this point. And review the length of your spine in your mind, your perception. And how we perceive the spine, of course. It's an exercise in imagination, but it's imagination that's informed by your sensory perception. So if you check in with how you imagine your spine, that tells you something about how you're perceiving your spine. I'm mentioning this because I think there was just a discussion online about. Feldenkrais's tendency in Alexander Yana, he often actually uh, uses an auditory metaphor. So he says, listen a lot for internal uh, kinesthetic sensation. I think somebody was objecting that this was not literally true, but when it comes to the self-image, there's a very complex interplay of metaphor and literal truth in what we sense and feel. It's as accurate to say, listen to your spine, as it is to say, sense your spine or feel your spine. You don't feel my spine. I imagine it, really. And to use the word listen, try it, listen for your spine. And then try it, sense your spine. Yeah, I think listening is a great metaphor. It gives me a more receptive and less active and grabbing kind of way of looking at my sensation and experience and inner image. Okay, so we're clarifying our spine this month, but we've been spending actually a lot of time around everything attached to the spine. And in particular around the chest and the sternum, the ribs, a sheath of abdominal muscles in the front. You could have a very mobile spine. Well, you couldn't have a very mobile spine, but uh, people do amazing and impossible things. You could have a quite mobile spine and a very rigid chest and very undifferentiated abdominal muscles 
And you just have a lot of pain alongside your spine, on either side of your spine. Because yeah, any place that goes from movement to rigidity, those places in our body that we use a lot are very active with, and then the places we hold still. Those places we hold still, there's a collision zone somewhere between and a lot of energies lost and goes into tissue damage and joint damage. Okay, bend your knees, stand your feet. Awfully chatty with myself tonight, but let's get on to the lesson. And cross your right leg over your left. And tilt your knees to the right. And come back up. I'll just say something for those of you who might not have done this kind of lesson before. There's a lot of lessons where you cross your knees and tilt to the side. I've seen students who are new to Feldenkrais interpret this in a very particular way, somewhere they've done an exercise where the whole idea in doing this movement in the exercise is to stretch out the um, external rotators of the hips. So people then set about doing this movement as though the point is to keep the pelvis completely still and move the legs. Well, Feldenkrais has you cross your knees in this lesson, so you tilt your legs. Not for any purpose like that. He has you do it precisely so that basically fixes your legs and your pelvis, and now your whole pelvis is going to roll. It's like your hips, your knees tied up in a knot, and tilting your knees to the right. That's your pelvis roll, and you can follow that up your spine. Well, maybe there's an advantage in teaching strictly to the tape, because when I teach in the class, I look around at everybody there, and I see they've all done lots of Feldenkrais. They're all doing that the way I expect. I'd make some comment if I saw a lot of people doing this lesson and gluing their pelvis to the floor and not rolling. But I don't know, those of you doing it at home, I don't know if what you're doing. So uh, now I'm really just imagining people doing this at home, filling in a little extra in the instructions. Okay, so the next time you tilt, tilt your legs to the right and leave them tilted to the right. And Find somewhere tilted to the right that's somewhere where you can just kind of hang, not be making too much effort, straining yourself to hold your legs up, but also not in such a twist that you can hardly breathe if you just let your legs flop to the side. Some of you, you could have your legs flop to the side, still breathe, that's fine. If you can't breathe doing that, then back off and think more of finding a balanced spot where your legs can just hang to the right and you can stay that way for a while. And then wrap your left arm around the top of your head, round over top of your head to take hold of your right temple. And then using your arm, slide your head, slide your upper body, slide your chest to the left. So you tilt to the left, tilt your left elbow kind of down in the direction of your left foot. Come back, do that a few times.
and feel what that's like. Feel how easy that is. Feel where in your chest, in your spine, there's a willingness to bend to the left and where there isn't. And by the way, notice whether you're adding a rolling of your head or whether your face still stays parallel to the ceiling. Well, I'm doing this in an A-frame myself, so parallel to the ceiling makes no sense. But let's say parallel to the floor. So you don't roll your head, you just slide the back of your head on the floor, tilt everything to the left. And unlike last week's lesson, we're not just tilting the ear to the shoulder, really. Take the whole chest, the shoulders, everything to the left, and you're leaving your legs tilted to the right. And we'll just repeat the movement until you find a way for it to be easy, simple. And pause tilted to the side like that. And just notice how much of your low back, upper back, middle back, especially on the left side now, predominantly on the left side, is really lifted away from the floor. Is how much your back extensors are working. Okay, bring your legs up to standing. Uncross your knees. So just stand your feet, comfortable hip distance apart or so. And wrap your left arm around the top of your head to take hold of your right temple again and slide everything to the right now in this position so your legs aren't tilted your legs knees are just towards the ceiling your legs aren't crossed they're uncrossed and you slide your head your shoulders everything to the left and feel what's different about this movement in this configuration Now stay with everything tilted to the left. Yet to hear how these positions distort my voice. That means I'm tilted too far. Let me back off that, take my own advice. Less effort, less strain. Okay, now tilted to the left like this. Begin to uh, slide your right hand along your right leg, along the top of your body towards the, your right knee, in the direction of your right knee. it feel like your knees a million miles away. Slide your hand. Notice how your right shoulder begins to come away from the floor. chest could soften, your ribs move, but leave your head tilted to the left. So your head and your neck stay bent to the left as you slide your right hand towards your right knee. Now you're sliding along the top of your body to do this. Try sliding along the bottom of your body. So from the bottom of your hip, outside of your hip, you slide your right hand down in the direction of your knee. And now here your shoulder stays much closer to the ground. Your chest 
softens and moves in a different way. Your knee might feel even farther away. This is, uh, I think this lesson overall is amazing, and I think this one piece of the lesson itself is worth the price of admission. So. Come back, just slide along the top towards your knee along the top of your leg. Maybe it feels a little more within the realm of possibility, the idea of sliding your hand towards your knee, where your knee is. Leave this all. Come back to your more or less center line. Stretch out your legs and rest. Feel already how your contact with the floor is changing on the left and on the right. Maybe the shape of your chest, your abdomen in the front. And then place your two feet standing again. Cross your right leg over the left. Sink your knees to the right towards the floor. Notice, by the way, it maybe feels a bit different now. Now come back again and take your head with your left hand around the top of your head, left hand on your right temple. And slide everything to the left and leave it there. And now take your two hands and find your sternum and begin to press on your chest with those hands to slide your sternum to the left. You could go down the middle of the sternum. You can take each pair of ribs. And if you really have your elbows up in the air, you'll be able to get the idea of pressing more clearly. You can slide your sternum with your elbows anywhere, but pressing the sternum in the chest to slide it to the left, you'll get more of that feeling if your elbows are in the air. And feel with every one of those pairs of ribs where does your chest have to soften to let this happen. You can just press on your chest and press on your ribs till the cows come home and you'll just poke yourself and feel sore. And every ounce of pressure that you put, there's information for you about where to soften, where to allow movement. And feel as you slide your sternum to the left, down and to the left, to the left. Move your ribs. Feel how your ribs on the left, in the back, 
move towards the floor. Just remember that big arch we get behind the back? And we tilt our knees to the right. Closing that arch, closing that space. Take your ribs towards the floor. Ribs in the middle of your chest. Your lower ribs. And this is a kind of a thing where, well, you can find the right level of challenge for yourself, right? If, if everything's rock solid and nothing wants to move, then you might back off where your knees are tilted. So bring your knees a little bit back towards the ceiling and then find if that gives you a little more possibility for softening your chest. until you find this movement, find what lets go. It's a lot to do with your abdomen, find what lets go so that everything can move down and to the left. Your ribs on the left can come against the floor. In the beginning, your right shoulder might really want to lift away or really be active in some way. Quietly, slowly let that become more quiet, less exaggerated one of those movements we do when we can't do the thing we're trying to do, so we throw in everything else in the kitchen sink. Okay, leave that. Bring your knees up, straighten out your back, stretch out your legs, rest on your back. and feel how very differently, probably, the left side of your chest is lying on the ground. Compare how long your legs feel. And just lying like this, try that same idea of turning your chest to the left. So take hold of each pair of ribs with your hands and just turn your chest to the left. It's quite possible at the beginning when you do this movement that you do a lot of strange effort in your shoulders or your chest to do the work for your hands, to anticipate where your hands are pushing. The more times you do it, the more you can try to just really let your hands do the pushing, the pressing, and your chest receive it. You don't need to do extra effort in your neck to make it happen, in your shoulders. especially those joints that are sore, sternocostal joints that are sore. Spend extra time with them, but gently, really looking for where the movement has to happen. It's those joints that are sore, if you go at them slowly, gently, and find new movement, 
Well, it'd be somewhere in your spine where you go, oh my God, I didn't even realize I had spine there. I didn't even realize I could move there. Those would be the places that will move, that will let those sore joints move. Leave this and rest. Bend your knees, stand your feet, and now cross your left leg over your right, so your other leg. Tilt your legs to the left. Tilt your legs to the left, leave them tilted to the left, and now take your same arm, though your left arm, wrap around to your right temple, and slide everything to the left. Again, your shoulders, your chest, everything. Just feel that's a little bit different because your legs are tilted differently. Stay tilted to the left. And again, take your hands and press your sternum on your ribs, each pair of ribs. Just slide your sternum, slide your chest to the left. Really feel how you can bring those ribs on the left more definitely in contact with the floor. Your lower ribs. There's some little ribs in there you've probably long ago forgotten you have in your internal image, your floating ribs. They don't wrap around all the way to the front. Can you bring them against the ground in the back? Can you find them? And continue this and gradually you let your right shoulder be more quiet. Really notice the sliding movement. It's to the left, to the left, and down towards your feet. Your chest sort of flattens against the floor. Not just your ribs come against the floor, but the uh, tissue between your lowest ribs and your pelvis. Those muscles, that area, can you lower that to the floor? Give yourself some help with that. So leaving your head tilted to the side like this. Remember, your head's tilted to the side. Your chest is tilted to the side. Everything's bent to the side. As you slide your ribs down, your sternum down with your hands, lift your head from the ground so that you bring those small ribs, smallest ribs, and the tissue between your ribs and your pelvis, you bring those towards the floor. And then leave them there, keep them there, and put your head down. Put your head back down, press it back down on the pillow. And let go of that whole idea. 
and really explore that. Explore how you can, as you're moving your ribs and your chest down, you can lift your head to help the very lowest part of your back between your pelvis and your ribs come against the floor. And then you can just leave it against the floor. Just leave it there. Leave your chest like this and then put your head down. So you lift your head, and the way you lift your head brings your ribs to the floor, and you leave those ribs on the floor as you put your head back down. Okay, and then come back to the center, uncross your legs, take your left arm over top, around your right temple, and slide your head, your chest, everything to the left again a few times, and see what that's like now, see how that's changed. And then continue that, but now straighten your right arm overhead so that as you bend everything to the left, you lengthen your right arm, and that helps that bend to the left. So you slide your head, your shoulders, your chest, everything, and you lengthen your right arm, lengthen it to the left, above you and to the left. Feel how that helps you slide to the left. Make it easier, simpler. And then stay to the left. Take your right hand, place it on your forehead so your right hand's horizontal across your forehead. I want to say horizontal, but that's maybe not the clearest thing in the world when you're all twisted in a knot like this, but lay your hand, the flat of your palm, across your forehead and roll your head left and right. Like you're rolling your left ear towards your left shoulder, your right ear towards the floor. hands and do this with your left hand now. 
look to the nose, Feldenkrais is more ambitious than I was. He asks if your nose goes to your left shoulder, not your ear. to the center. Tilt your whole body to the left again. Slide it to the left. See what that's like now. Yeah. And then we're going to roll to your side. Come up to sit. Come up to stand. And have a little uh, taste of the world in this asymmetrical situation. Imagine you've got a heavy weight in each hand and let that weight tilt you, pull you down, slide your arm down to the left, see what that's like, and slide your arm down to the right, see what that's like. It's a little bit different on one side and the other probably. So where you missed the live class recording, there were a great number of exclamations and we had a lot of conversation at this point, and then paused the tape, and then recorded the second half separately. And in the second half, I made a different mistake, so the second half also is no good. So we'll do the second half now. Continue to the second half. Come back to your back, lie down, and rest. Bend your left knee over your right. Tilt your knees to the left. Stay with your knees tilted to the left. And bring your right arm around the top of your head now. Your right arm around the top of your head to take hold of your left temple. And slide your head, your chest, everything, everything from the pelvis up really, everything to the right. Your knees stay tilted to the left. Take everything to the right. Make that movement simple. Feel what's willing to fold to the right. And then stay tilted to the right like this and begin to slide your left arm along your leg, along the top of your left leg towards your left knee. Slide your left hand over the top of yourself towards your left knee. Your head stays tilted to the right, your neck stays tilted to the right. Now your shoulders, your chest, they can do anything. Now 
doing. And then try from underneath, slide under your left buttock. Along the outside of your left thigh, so now your shoulder stays closer to the ground. Your head stays tilted to the right, your neck bent to the right. Then come along the front of your leg again. As everything can move, everything can move about your chest, everything can soften. Except that your neck stays bent, your head stays fixed to the floor where it is. Okay, and then bring your head back to the center again, wrap your right arm around, and see if it's possible to take everything a little further to the right more easily. And now stay like this. And with both of your hands, try to turn your chest to the right. Slide your sternum to the right, each pair of ribs. So your ribs on the right come towards the floor. Your shoulder be quiet. Find your lower ribs. Can they move against the floor? And now stay like this and lift your head from the floor to press down those ribs on the right side against the floor. With your hands, hold them like that and go back to the floor. So you can go return your head to the floor without changing the shape of your chest. Do that a few times. And really do it so that you're using your hands to keep those ribs down. You're not creating some muscle tension somewhere to hold it. You're actually letting go of a lot of work with your muscles to let those ribs stay on the floor. You'll find that big space in the back that we have behind us. It's all optional. We use a lot of effort in our extensors to lift our chest, set off a chain reaction of useless things for ourselves by doing that. So 
each time you get the chest more clearly against the floor and lower your head back. Okay, and leave that, stretch out your legs, lie. And feel how you're contacting the floor now. Bend your knees and stand your feet, cross your... Where are we? Cross your right leg over your left. Tilt your legs to the right. With your right hand, take hold of your head, slide everything, and lengthen your left arm overhead so that you lengthen your left arm overhead and to the right as you slide everything, your elbow open to the right, slide everything to the right, your head, your shoulders, everything from the pelvis up slides to the right. And stay like that. And with your left hand, roll your head left and right. And then switch hands with your right hand, roll your head left and right. And then with your right arm again, bend to the right, bend even more to the right, around the top of your head. Stay there, bent even more to the right, and take your hands and now lower your ribs on the left towards the floor. So turn your chest to the left, lower your ribs on the left towards the floor. Your lower ribs. chest can move so the sternum moves left relative to the spine, swings left and right almost. And whole areas of your chest on the left that you wouldn't have thought you could lie against the floor with your knees tilted to the right like this, they're going to lie against the floor now. Your sternum's really free, your shoulders can just be quiet, let this happen. Again, lift the head to lower the ribs now on the left side. Leave those ribs lowered. Hold them down. 
and place your head back down. Pay attention to those lower ribs. You can find them. You can pull those ribs to the left. Those floating ribs. The last ribs between the rib cage and the pelvis. that, leave everything, stretch out, rest for a moment. And now come up onto your knees, come up into kneeling. And kneeling now, take your right hand across to your left temple, around the top of your head, wrap it around the top of your head, from above your head and your left elbow is basically out to the side. What am I saying? I'm doing this all backwards. Your right hand, place your right hand on your left temple. Wrap your right arm around the top of your head, place your right hand on your left temple. Elbow's basically out to the side, so you're in that sort of plane like you were with the floor. And tilt everything, tilt your head, tilt your shoulders, your elbow to the right. Come back, do that a few times. And then take your left hand, stay tilted to the right, and slide your left hand along your right forearm in the direction of your left elbow. Does it want to go? Does it want to do that? Why don't you bring your left foot up so your left foot's standing. You're on your right knee and your left foot. And now see if you can slide that hand farther along towards your right elbow. And now the other side, leave this and stand on both your knees again. Take your head with your left hand around the top to your right temple. Tilt everything to the left. So that's like on this side. And then stay tilted to the left and slide your right hand along. Can you slide your hand towards your left elbow? if you can do that with your right foot standing. So stand your right foot, stay on your left knee. And now suddenly does that free your elbow to tilt farther, your right hand to slide farther. Phil and Christ has this wild idea, you might be starting to get it too, that you could actually take your elbow all the way to the floor on your left. Maybe not with your knee bent like that, maybe you stay on your left knee Straighten your right leg out to the side. So your right leg's out sideways. 
Now could you imagine taking your left elbow towards the floor? This part was a lot of fun on the tape of the whole group too. Everybody was very sensible and they didn't try very hard to do that. Don't do it in any way that's making any effort. Only do it if it's as easy to get to the floor as it is not to get to the floor. Leave that, come and lie on your back and rest again. And now bend your knees and stand your feet. Now just in this perfectly symmetrical position, lift your head so that you can take your lowest ribs, the low part of your back against the floor. And then leave them against the floor and set your head down again. And use your hands to help those ribs come against the floor and to hold them against the floor while you put your head back down. lesson you discover all this tremendous extra effort we do in our backs and our extensors to hold our chest up so our chest would not stand up by itself. And you get a taste of what life is like when you let that go. Just straighten your legs and lie on your back for a moment longer. Listen again for this sensation of your spine. And everything attached, your ribs, sternum, the sheath of muscles that joins all that to your pelvis in 360 degrees. And when you're ready, roll to your side, come up to sit, come up to stand. Get yourself those um, imaginary bags in your hands again. And let the weight pull your left arm down to the left. Pull your right arm down to the right. And take it for a walk. <laughs> 